In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now, and we might have a hijack over here too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Indoc-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining this strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. going on everybody welcome back to episode 12 of the conspiracy indoctrination program co-indoc pro where your hosts jake luke (laughs) and the other jake whoa that was the proximity effect yeah that That was like the brown note (laughs) (laughs) i gotta go to the bathroom back oh anyway Episode 12, uh, thanks to all listeners and uh, people that left reviews over the last weekend. That was cool of you. Um, We had three people actually leave reviews on Apple. Uh, So just a shout out to King KD. She said, or he, he, she said, love the stories, chemistry, subject matter, never a dull moment. Keep it up. Um, Wretched One said, Jake, Jake, and Luke. These three friends make an interesting PCAST. If you're interested in wild stories about the occult geoengineering paranormal assassinations with sprinkled in trips down memory lane, then buckle up, buckaroo, and give it a listen. And then uh, Ven- Venus Palace uh, gave us a constructive cr- criticism review, which was good. I like this one. Uh, they said, you guys talk so slow and ramble on about things that have nothing to do with the topics. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Guilty as charged right here. That's me. Uh, so much that I speed it up to 1.5, 1.7 times. It gets frustrating, but some of the information is good and new. Most so far isn't new to me, but that's fine mostly. I'm keeping, or I'm going to keep listening to see if you guys find your flow and become easier to listen to. Also, please talk into the mic. The sound gets really quiet and then really loud because your voices are inconsistent volumes, and sometimes you speak too far away from the mic, and sometimes you don't. I really like you guys and hope that you become better with your more practice. You have good topics for sure. I've listened to every single show so far. I'm also kind of obsessed with chemtrails and enjoy your shout out to geo geoengineeringwatch.org. Dave W or Dane W is a good, good guy. Uh, I think you just need to make work on your presentation and make it more listenable. Keep it up and you'll get there. I wouldn't be listening still if I didn't like what you're trying to do. So we appreciate that one. Um, for me um i definitely have the tendency to ramble and get off topic Uh, i don't know if i'll get any better at that and then the mic stuff just so everybody kind of knows what we're working with here um we record everything on an actual recorder and then upload it uh and i transfer it to an mp3 file and then uh 
drop it on the platforms. Um, and what you're listening to is generally completely unedited. Mm -hmm. Um, I, what you hear, I mean, sometimes I'll have to trim out if I slip up and say the enforcer's real name or, you know, you know, Luke has a (laughs) gurgle, gurgle thing going on or, I mean, uh, somebody blows their nose. But other than that, these are pretty much like Eddie Murphy raw, man. (laughs) Which is why I got way up on the mic when I said my name just to add to the inconsistency. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's definitely, we, um, we use condenser mics. Uh, so we, we're still feeling this out. I think episode 12, we're getting a little bit better, but sound wise every week, it seems like it's a battle for me because if I change a mic level, and then a, usually it's a mixed level with our headphones back mm-hmm. and forth. It's a little bit, it just, it seems like it changes from week to week. And then, damn it, I didn't realize that the pool table was going to be so integral to God the podcast. Damn. Yeah, pool table. But really that thing really tied the room together. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Beat you to it. <laughs> Fucker. You think the carpet pissers did this? <laughs> Getting off topic again, they sorry. Beat on your fucking rug. But uh, no, good, they good construction. my fucking rug. <laughs> yeah, good constructive stuff there. Um, hopefully. Uh, Keep sending stuff. Yeah, keep sending yeah. stuff. Hopefully we do get better, but some of that rambling and nonsensical talk is kind of just, and the slow talk is just That's how we are. Yeah, we're just in, half-tard. In real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we kind of wanted this podcast to be kind of like a sitting around the garage BS and yeah. talking about things. So, you know, hopefully it it resonates with some people and hopefully you know, other people that it doesn't resonate with, you know, um, I listened to a little bit of a Idaho podcast yesterday as a father and son, and I think it's called strange thing or something like that. And they, they have a lot of, I think like 48 episodes and it just wasn't my thing. You know, Mm -hmm. they would mix in a lot of sound effects. Like they'd be talking about UFOs and they do, you know, all the weird stuff in the background. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't my style, but, um, yeah, we appreciate the kind words and uh, the constructive feedback. So yeah, keep it coming. Keep mm-hmm. it coming, man. Um, so dude, I'm doing, mom. Randy Weaver died today. Saw that. Oh shit! What's up, man? Wow, that's yep. a crazy. It was either story. today or it was like late last night. Yeah, yeah, he died. Yep. Uh, for those of you that don't remember, Randy Weaver was the center of the Ruby Ridge case in Idaho back in '92. Um, pretty crazy. I remember I was in, I think fifth grade when that happened. And I remember bits and pieces of people, people at school talking about Mm -hmm. it. And I remember the other kids in the class being like, my, my parents said, we're going up there. We're going to fight the feds, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Just, you know, my dad said he voted for Bush or I just remember that and then the whole aftermath of that and bled over into the um waco the next year mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah the oklahoma of, city after that one of the shooters was one of the fed shooters was one of the same guys at waco yeah i lon, can't remember lon horiuchi yeah 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 lon horiuchi so anyway i don't know man that's just crazy that he died but he his family they they made some cash after that I think they got like three and a half million dollars settlement. 
Hearing the story, they probably should have. Like, yeah. What the fuck happened? I, I just happened to be today. Some point I ended up with hearing KBOI or Nate Shulman or whatever, and he was talking about. He had some guy on there, and the guy was like giving a play by play breakdown, and he was like, "Yeah," and then you know, and then the FBI and they snuck on, and then they shot the dog, and I'm like, "Time out, dude! Like you got your facts all wrong. It was the Marshal Service first, <laughs> and then it was the FBI." <laughs> it's like started with one agency and then it became another one so also there was another death who lead singer of black dolly murder what oh yeah. shit killed How'd himself. He die? what yeah. didn't say that but at the end at the bottom of his thing it, it's a thing to the suicide hotline mm. really yeah probably heard jake uh, i know we should too into those yeah, guys, those guys oh, we shouldn't have brought them up <laughs> sorry man um we played. I'm. I'm telling you, we played with those dudes. I think we did. Yeah, you don't know shit. Well, we played okay. with them. <laughs> okay. Well, see you guys later. Start the outro. The outro. <laughs> I made that music, by the way. Just saying. He did. Uh, that's crazy, dude. That sucks. Yeah. I hate hearing when people kill themselves. Yeah. That was a. He did some good lyrics. You know, and I mean, they're fantastic music musicians. I mean, oh, hell just, yeah. I mean, just really good. So. That's a bummer. It seems like those guys played in Twin Falls a lot back oh, in the day. Yeah, I think mm. so. Darkest Hour played there a lot, too. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, Darkest Hour. In fact, uh, Jake's old band, Alliance and Defiance, uh, their singer Jack Barsnish, when he, Barsness, when he died. Not to be confused with any of the Jakes at this table, but the other Jake. The other Jake, yes. Um, the skater. Skater Jake. But when Jack died... Uh, Darkest Hour came from D.C. and played like a show just for him and friends, family, and twin. Shit. Wow. That's what I'd heard. But this was before they were like on OzFest and shit. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But, That's cool. Well, yeah. Hoods used to play down there a lot, too. Yeah. That's true. Well, rest in peace, whatever your name is. Guy, singer for Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah. Rest in... Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> And uh, only other news that I could think of that's coming up is uh, here in uh, old Idaho, we got the primaries on Tuesday, so you got to <clears throat> vote, people. You got to get out and rock the vote. I can't wait for that to be over <laughs> with. Those fucking commercials interrupt Jep and Wheel. That shit pisses me off. Everything. And the signs everywhere. Yeah. It's just programming. Yeah. So you hear all the names. Times. That sound is the sound of my pen clicking. It's broken. But I'm still going to use it. Speaking to the mic. Speaking into the mic, son. I actually Not tend to be... Mic. Oh, get your lips up on it. Get your lips up on it, son. I tend to talk louder than normal, too, so it's my apologies to the reviewer because I'm, I'm the one that's at fault for 90% of what that person said. Anyway. So today, you guys got anything else before we jump into it? I don't think so. Nope. Today we're going to be talking about cattle mutilation of the 1970s and current, up to current, I guess. So, kind of ties in with the UFO stuff from last week, and yeah, seemed like um, seemed like we. I mean, you could probably do a 15 part series on UFOs. I mean, mm -hmm. there's just so much stuff. Yeah, but 
the cattle mutilation stuff was kind of popped up just once again on my radar when I was, can't remember what I was doing research on. I think it was a, the Kennedy stuff that I was looking into. And I came across the FBI vaults. Uh, apparently they have like part of their website. They just put on old cold case stuff and they files. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they put all that stuff on and they PDF it and you can go through and you can kind of search for by topic and things mm. like that. And I went to, I can't remember if it was strange occurrences or the bizarre stuff and the cattle mutilation stuff popped up and I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that <laughs> stuff. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, I guess a little listener warning though. Most people that are listening to us at this point probably aren't listening with little kids around, I'd imagine. But uh, if you are, we're going to be talking about some grotesque things. If you got a weak stomach, uh, it may turn your stomach. I know I was talking to the enforcer about some of it. She instantly started getting sick. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even talk about any of the sick shit. Well, so... Yeah, just a little uh, listener warning there. Um, So the cattle mutilations of the 1970s, it doesn't really seem to me like it was isolated to the 1970s, but it seems like this really became prevalent and started kind of popping up pretty consistently beginning Mm -hmm. in the 1970s. You said that you found some stuff where it was like really... There was one story that I uh, came across, and I can't remember if it was out of Scotland or England from 1606 that was a bunch of um, sheep. But it didn't go into detail about what, you know, the mutilations were or anything like that. It was just like a kind of like a reprint of an article in a newspaper. Mm. Yeah. So, but... Yeah. It could have just been some crazy guy out there. Well, that's what to me is so fascinating about the cattle mutilation stuff is that initially looking at this particular case that was brought to light in the 70s and um, kind of a little bit of the backstory to it, it was brought to federal attention by a United States senator. I believe he was out of Nebraska. His name was Carl Curtis. And he had sent some letters to the then director of the FBI looking for some, an assistance, you know, with these Mm -hmm. investigations, he was getting constituents within the, their district, you know, whatever their state that were bringing all these cattle mutilations. And that's a, you know, the Midwest, I mean, it's all ranchers and farmers. So Mm -hmm. that's a big deal when, you know, you have people that are now having cows that are going missing and getting killed and i mean shit Mm -hmm. go back to a hundred years or 130 years ago they would hang your ass if you were a cattle rustler yep Mm -hmm. that (laughs) was a banana Banana. earlier i tried to tell you (laughs) banana Banana. and coffee not a good (laughs) recording combo he got to take a dump (laughs) well thanks to luke's brown note earlier (laughs) anyway so that's kind of the the initial part of this in the 70s when it kind of cropped up was right around the Nebraska-Kansas um, 
Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma area, mm-hmm. Midwest. But when I was reading about it, it's not just isolated to the United States. I mean, there was mm-hmm. like people in Australia that were leaving comments on some YouTube videos where they were talking about stuff like this happening. Bunch of people in the UK. Um, I mean, just all over. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of describes very similar things, you know. Yeah. Yep. Turns out the U.S. isn't the center of the world. Wow. Whatever, Holy dude. Holy shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Iceland is. <laughs> Get your necro pants on. <laughs> um, anyway, so like I said, this was all brought to light by this Senator Carl uh, Curtis dude. <clears throat> and he essentially, in his first letters to the director of the FBI at the time, he included a photocopy of a local newspaper article that had been run and they they photocopy all of this stuff and put it in a pdf on the fbi vaults or whatever so you can jump on there and read it uh it's some of it's kind of hard to read because it's been photocopied and copied so many times that like all the black ink is like almost and- yeah it looks really really shitty but some of the article you can read the article pretty well um but a lot of the cattle that were being found in that area were being found with their sex organs cut off, one eye missing, uh, ear cut off, nose cut off. Some of them, like the blood was completely drained out, but the cow was relatively, you know, whole compared comparatively. And it's all surgical precision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, internal organs being removed. And so it's just kind of one of those deals where it's like, as a farmer and as a rancher, like my grand granddad was a farmer and rancher his whole life. And so you're around cows, you see them probably die. You're putting them down. You're, mm-hmm. you're helping reach up in there and birth them bitches. You know I mean? You're doing all of that stuff. <clears throat> so I would imagine that if you see a dead cow, you would know what's, you would unnatural. know what's natural and what's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and then, just real quick, another thing that's pretty common thread with these cattle mutilations is there's no signs of predation or scavenging after they've died. Like it, there's no wolves and shit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's probably because they got fucking <laughs> radiated, radiation yeah, they, and shit. I'm sure that the animals can sense and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. stay away from that one, boys. <laughs> yeah. It's glowing. <laughs> <laughs> we can smell it glowing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So these cases ended up spreading in the 70s. Like I said, um, there's not isolated just to this area. It's not just the United States. It was all over. And it, like Luke was saying, it goes back hundreds of years, I'm sure. Um, it's just a matter of being able to like dig up all that information, mm-hmm. you know, old archives and stuff or whatever. So I'm sure it's out there. If you're really, really into this stuff, you probably find a bunch. But yep. we're just doing a cursory kind of like. 30,000 foot gloss over today. Mm-hmm. Um, While sp- spraying chemtrails. Yes. Yep. Speaking of which, I did see one today doing the, uh, like Dane talks about, on and off, on and off mm. pattern. Yep. He was flying west, on and off, on and off. Wow. Hmm. I would have gotten video, but I guarantee I would have gotten a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. That's um, what they all say. That's <laughs> Excuses. <laughs> 
Uh, so the cases spread from Nebraska. <clears throat> They're you know, being reported down in Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Iowa, basically all of the Western states. There was uh, throughout the 70s and 80s, there were cases reported in Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Nevada, I mean, all over New Mexico. And I'm specifically going to go into New Mexico here in a little bit and the mm. connections to Dulce um, and all that weird stuff. So after these were being reported, and like I said, in the initial uh, letter that was sent to the FBI director, it was believed by the locals that that these were being caused either by UFOs some sort of cults, witchcraft, or Satanist cults is what mm-hmm. the, the locals kind of thought. Um, but the local law enforcement was not really buying that. They blamed it on potential predators, but the ranchers were once again saying, hey, we're out here with these cows all the time or with these, this livestock. We and, are fluent. Yes. And- we know what it looks <laughs> like, so this is not normal. Mm-hmm. Uh so, like I said, I grew up visiting my granddad's place in Oregon. Um, I saw growing up as a kid, I would go work on the farm in the summers, you know, bucking hay and, you know, moving pipe and doing all those things to make money to buy musical instruments and stuff. And Sunlight. Yep, sunlight. And that CB, one. CB 700. Yep, oh, yeah. And that blue bass that I had that had the, it the was like knife bass. Yeah. yeah. Which came back into my possession later on yeah it was badass i think it was a carrera yep it was man good memory (laughs) uh so anyway i did growing up see a lot of dead cattle but i didn't i never saw any cattle that was mutilated or had its sex organs removed Mm -hmm. but we would see cows that fell off or that my grand grandpa had to go and put down he just (laughs) Walk out there with a forty-five and right back, right behind the ear, and put him down, man. I mean, it was, it was a no joke. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he did his dog like that one time too. Got to put another one down. <laughs> yeah. So, but like I said, there's a difference between torn and decayed flesh <clears throat> and then clean cuts. So mm-hmm. think about you're a barbecue or you like to make brisket or whatever. You know, like tearing that brisket versus taking a knife and cutting that brisket. There's probably going to be a difference in what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, Bloated dead cows versus drained and deflated looking cows. Now there was a theory definitely with the investigators that investigated some of these that were talking about how, you know, when the cow dies that the blood would pool down kind of I pull out of the extremities and then down into the core, which would make it look like it was, you know, deflated or drained. Um, All the dead cows I saw were like nasty, bloated with flies and maggots (laughs) everywhere on them. And it was like, if you touched it with a stick, that shit would pop and shoot juice everywhere. I mean, it was like rotten, disgusting stuff. And the reason why I found that to be um, very interesting is that the farmers and the people that were finding these ones in the 70s 80s and up until into the 90s and 2000s they're describing clean looking cattle Mm -hmm. you know cows that are not disgusting and bloated and yeah been sitting there for weeks 
Yeah. Just a cow that died and is laying there and it's missing its udders, you know, mm-hmm. it's missing its nose, it's missing, you know, if it had a penile, it's missing that. <laughs> <laughs> penile. Yeah. Like um, this is family oriented. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking right it is. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, I don't know how when I updated I updated something on the on the podcast and then it changed it to clean. And so for like a week I was trying to No, it is not clean. I could do <laughs> I do not want to get sued. Yeah. Because they fuck a bunch and then oh well let's do it. Yeah. So it changed back. It's now explicit. Um so anyway. Uh but in the nineteen seventy incidents were described by locals that they were hearing a lot of the times related to these cows either dying or being found within the time frame they were hearing helicopters in the area so especially in the in the midwest like the nebraska and kansas area you had helicopters being heard which is probably a normal thing i'd imagine around a farm like we talked about crop dusters and things like that mm-hmm. and then there's federal entities that use the helicopters to fly and do herd counts and all that stuff and you know cowboy shit but modern Mm. what so if you think of that if you think of like uh this is just a random thought but so if you think back to and i don't know if we'll ever get into it or whatever but there was that I can't even, I don't even know how you pronounce it, Grayata or Grata Treaty or whatever that supposedly... Oh, the alien one with, uh, with the, Eisenhower. The, the government had with... Mm-hmm. So a way that... I mean, say there's a way that you could... If that was real, and people are used to helicopters flying over, oh, yeah, it's just it's just the military, just the government, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But what if it, that that was real and the way to... Disguise it. Disguise it with having, you know, EBEs or whatever mm-hmm. on board to be like, yeah, we're just, we're taking them in to do it. Mm. And people won't Giving question it rather yeah. than being like, oh, we saw these lights in the sky and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know, just a random thought. Yeah. Could be. And I, I, I wrote down potential theories that I was going to kind of cover the, towards the end that. Um, I blew it. No, no. Um, but I had, I have one that's pretty, pretty weird. Um, but yeah, so the helicopters were being heard somewhere in the time frames of these cows being found. And it got to the point where it was like such a, it was so tense between, you know, the farmers, the ranchers and what was going on. They're getting freaked out. They're telling their, you know, their, uh, ranch hands to not go anywhere unescorted without guns and all this stuff. And they're threatening to shoot down any helicopters they see. I mean, it was getting pretty, pretty wild to the livelihoods. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're talking like a cow's worth X amount of money and then they reproduce and you know, Mm -hmm. that reproduce produces more money. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know my granddad did that full time pretty much, but he also worked at a sawmill full time and, he was never a rich dude, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a, a livelihood for sure. But they were getting to the point where these local ranchers and stuff were talking about wanting to shoot down the helicopters. And then it got so contentious that the feds were like, <clears throat> they canceled all of their, you know, herd counts and things like that for the BLM range land 
kind of like the whole stuff that Bundy got involved in mm-hmm. and in trouble over not paying his grazing fees. So they would fly around in helicopters to make sure that X amount of cows roughly are are on this property and that's what they're paying their grazing fees for is this amount of cows. Mm-hmm. So they canceled these helicopter flights because they're like worried that the local ranchers are going to go out there in their Winchesters and just <laughs> start shooting down helicopters. So, Rightly so. Yeah. But in, ultimately, the FBI didn't end up getting involved in this particular case that uh, Senator Curtis was asking about because they claimed that they didn't have any jurisdiction, in which they don't. Um, unless it's Indian territory or Native American territory, then and then other than that, like there there has to be very specific federal laws or interstate nexus things like that that kind of bring them in. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That that's just kind of the introductory to kind of the ulti- the the first part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that really piqued my attention was down in New Mexico, a guy named Gabe Valdez. And uh, he was a New Mexico State police trooper back in the 70s. You guys know about this dude? I'll Gabe, have to hear the story. Okay. So Gabe Valdez, he's gets involved in some cattle mutilations uh, investigations that were happening in his whatever territory that he was working as a trooper. Uh, he was working like up north by Dulce or Dulce. I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, I think a million times, yeah. Dulce, 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 whatever. Yeah, I, I think most common I've heard Dulce, but Dulce. Okay, so <laughs> we'll say Dulce. So he's working up there in the town Dulce. There, they find these mutilated cattle, cows. Sorry, and so he starts doing an investigation, and throughout his investigation, he ends up kind of documenting all this stuff. And then later on, his son Greg put together a book called. Dulce Base, the facts and evidence from the case files of Gabe Valdez. So there's a book you can buy on Amazon. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's about this whole entire case, which sounds pretty interesting book. <clears throat> I haven't read it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but anyway, so. But that base is integral and in a lot of fucking he, crazy shit. Yeah, so. Real quick on the base. The base is supposedly like a seven-story subterranean UFO base in that area, in the mountains between Dulce and uh, Colorado. So it's like right on the border. Uh, I think Silverton, Ure, like it's kind of over in the central part of uh, New Mexico, up right on the border. So supposedly over there, there's this, like I said, it's a seven uh, level, like subterranean base. And this Gabe Valdez dude talked about how he would, he would see and he had heard and seen like uh, silent blacks, silent blacks spacecraft in the area. Like, and then they would find these mutilated cattle. Yeah. Banana. Bananas getting me, man. They were getting too ripe, dude. I, it's either that or make them in banana bread. That stuff's gross. <laughs> um, but he, while he's doing his investigation, they're going out to, he's going out to mutilation sites and they're finding gas masks, chem lights, 
radar chafe, radar mm. chaff. Like they're finding all of these weird things around these mutilation sites. And so that's why he's claiming that it's definitely related to some kind of a government, you know, experimental program or something like that. But one of the weird things that he said that he claims that he found, and I don't know if it's true, but he claims that he found a dead cow with a fetus inside of it. And he described the fetus looking like half human monkey and a frog. Whoa. Hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, dude, that sounds like the stuff that was going on at uh, Brookhaven Mm -hmm. Montauk. Yeah. And to bring it back in last week when we were talking about, uh, were we talking about Majestic 12 last week? Yeah, we did. We touched on it. So uh, General Montauk was one of the Majestic 12. Mm -hmm. And that's who that that base was named after but yeah dude can you imagine finding a fetus that looks half human monkey and like a frog there's been a lot of bestiality going on (laughs) yeah oh yeah oh um and then he also talked about finding one cow one time that had um a hole in its in its rectum and it went all the way through, and then all of the cow's internal organs had been removed, what appeared to be through that one hole. Hmm. I'd heard that uh, that was one of the things that is pretty common to the rectum being removed. Inner probe. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's totally disgusting, because I'm like, a lot of people talked about the, the anus was a cord out of the animal, and I'm like, dude... What do you want with a cord out cow butthole? <laughs> I mean, I protein. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, going out on the farm and stuff, stepped in my fair share of cow shit. So I could definitely, if I was a farmer and I'd be like, I'm going to get that cow for doing this. But <laughs> dude, that takes some dedication like yeah. to core out a cow anus. You know, ice cream scoop style. Yeah. I mean, just think about like, just like the size of a cow, like how deep do you have to go in? Like, yeah. like 12, 18 inches to core that thing out. Not easy. Mm-hmm. Core it out. <laughs> Apple core. <laughs> I don't make this stuff up, dude. It's on uh, the internet. I just like the term. Core it out. Core it out. Uh. Cow butthole. Core it out, motherfucker. Yeah. Makes you wonder what kind of Adam and Eve stores they have on those UFOs with all this shit. <laughs> st- <laughs> I'll take one of them. It's a core. <laughs> yeah, I mean the whole the whole time I'm I'm reading about this stuff. I'm thinking like, why why are you taking, you know, who wants cow sex organs? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. what are you doing with that? Well, they're building monkey, amphibian, humans. Yeah. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's not that hard. Yeah. They can run, climb trees, and swim fast. (laughs) They're making the new version of Navy SEALs. There we go. Mm -hmm. SEAL Team 12. You just figured it out. So, So Dulce is not far from Los Alamos, which I thought was pretty key to this whole thing. So Los Alamos Lab... I believe is where most of the paperclip dudes ended, ended up white sands and Los Alamos. 
That sounds right. Los Alamos is like a town in the middle of the mountains, and it's like the whole thing is just a, a, a giant, you know, Department of Energy, some kind of like s- nuclear lab, bunch of tests and stuff done there. Which one was it that had, was it Dulce or Los Alamos that had the supposed uh, battle between humans and Dulce. aliens? Was it Dulce? Yeah. Okay. Supposedly there was an alien battle there similar to the battle over Los Angeles that we kind of talked about. I've, all underground. All underground. And, yeah. 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 And I, story. I don't know a ton about that, but I had heard it mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but it's also, this Dulce is not very far from the old former Highway 666, which was in, yeah, which was um, kind of, what was that show? Natural Born Killers. Mm-hmm. They kind of talked. I think they drove down that highway in that movie. It's been a long time since <clears throat> I saw that. Yeah. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Thank your dad for making you so famous for being part of the JFK assassination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then killing a federal judge and, and then getting in a standoff with police and being high on cocaine. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on all your success. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations on being in that movie with Jennifer Aniston where you played... The guy that was in the band with the Sex Pistols. What? What movie was that? Management. He's like a yogurt. He he was in punk bands and then he moves to Washington and he starts some like organic yogurt company. <laughs> it's got Steve Steve Zahn in it. It's Steve Zahn's funny. It's yeah. a funny show. It's like a com, rom com. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, That's probably why I haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are lame. <laughs> Back on track, son. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> but the reason why I brought up the high, former Highway 666, which is now in New Mexico 491, it's on the very west side, very, almost very west, northwest side of New Mexico, close to the border with Arizona. And that's the area where all the people were describing like that potential portal that I kind of talked about mm-hmm. during the um, Nephilim and Fallen Angels. Yeah. I think we touched on that just for a second. Mm-hmm. But- a lot of people in that area describe seeing like prehistoric birds, like pterodactyls and shit flying around. And they see like shape shifting, like silverbacked mammals. Like you guys saw, mm-hmm. you guys are probably did. high on mushrooms. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Thank you very much. <laughs> we probably were. And we actually didn't even leave Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> there never was a management company to sign with. <laughs> Never were in a band. And, yeah. Well, <laughs> boy, that'd be awesome. That would be. <laughs> you never actually had the money to lose to the management company. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I I think that that's pretty wild because that area is not far from this Dulce mm-hmm. uh, base. So I don't know. Keep that in mind because that kind of sh- makes you wonder. If they built that base there because of all of that, or if yeah. the base is the cause the result of, of yeah. that. Yeah. Turning on the projects. Yeah. And that's why it's so weird to me when we think of and we talk about all of these, you know, odd, strange events that happen all over. And it's like, there's always a freaking air force base or some military installation that's like nearby. You got like mm-hmm. S4 and 51 right by Rachel, Nevada, which is where you see all these ETs and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in this area of the, the cattle mutilations, you've got Offit, uh, 
Air Force Base in Nebraska and Omaha. You got McConnell, I think it's McConnell in Wichita, Kansas. Tinker in uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, we talked about the Bridgewater Triangle mm-hmm. and all those weird phenomena and stuff. You got Mashpee Air Force Base, like literally like 20 minutes away from all that stuff. Um, this is really relatively close to Kirkland Air Force Base, or Air Force Base and then also um, White Sands Missile Range. So mm-hmm. it seems like there's always a, a Air Force Base connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then all that shit goes back to the Truman National Security Act uh, and... You know, the Air Force being involved in the UFO projects and Blue Book and all that stuff. So it's like Mm -hmm. definitely all connected. Yeah. But I don't know. I think to me that that area sounded reminds me of Skinwalker. And I know you know a lot more about Skinwalker than I know. Um, Yeah. So Skinwalker Ranch, I'm pretty sure anybody listening to this has some sort of knowledge of the ranch and it's in uh the uinta people don't it's in the uinta basin in utah um huge ranch where there's a bunch of paranormal um stuff that happens there people see ufos um strange entities lights yeah like um, weird electromagnetic mm -hmm. frequencies and vibrations yep is supposedly one of the most uh, consistent areas to see yep. UFOs or how, whatever you want to call them, whatever. Yep. And so um, a guy, Robert Bigelow, he, he was like a big, uh, big money guy that got into aerospace and um, he ended up buying that ranch to uh, research everything that's going on or everything that was going on when he owned it. And he started his own research group called the National Institute for Discovery Science, um, brought in all these like professional uh, academics um, to study everything that, uh, you know, that, that they could find. Um, they forgot me on that list. Me too. <laughs> anyway. But uh, so there's a, bunch of crazy stories about that stuff um there was um i think they had to sign non-disclosure agreements when they uh, went out there but uh, on art bell in gosh i think it was like 2002 or something he had one of the researchers on there talking about the uh, stuff that they had seen and you know some of the stories from out there and there was two uh researchers out in one of the fields and they were packing up all their gear they had you know like night vision infrared all that kind of stuff and they saw uh an orange glow in in this cow pasture and they're like what the heck is that so they keep watching it and it kept growing and growing and they grabbed out all their gear uh started filming it and the one uh, researcher with the night vision uh, camera said that it was like a three-dimensional um, like portal. Mm. And he could see something moving in it like it was crawling through this thing. Oh, dude, that's badass. I and, ran right up to it. Yeah. yeah. Just jumped in? Yeah. 
so they're <laughs> filming it. The guy with the infrared camera couldn't see anything in, you know, coming out of it. Um, What's happening, dude? Tell yeah. me. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Is it coming for us? This freaking being crawls out of the portal, ran off. Like and, it, uh, it, Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's bad. Demon dogs? Come yep. on. We just got another one. <laughs> and then... They, I think they said over like four hours, it slowly like retracted and disappeared. I bet CERN caused that. Probably. Jerks. But it was, it was a pretty crazy story. Um, there's the other podcast that we always talk about, um, Occult Rejects. They're currently doing a huge thing on um, Skinwalker Ranch. They totally copied us. Totally. Pretty interesting. About it. Um, those guys have a lot deeper uh, dive on Robert Bigelow and the, mm. the dude that owns it now and like their connections to all these different like government contractor agencies. Um, I can't remember that dude, the guy that owns it now. Fugal? Yeah. Is it Fugal? Yeah. Um, there's also a show on Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Yeah. That's that, pretty cool. Yeah. That uh, they're kind of you know, rehashing everything. It's only $7, dude. Get with the times. God damn, yeah. I already got a bunch of other ones. Get rid of Hulu. Mm, anyway. Some good shit on there. Yeah. But anyway, that, that shows, it's just, it's kind of the same as all mm-hmm. those other ones where it's like, eh. A little bit hokey with the dr- dramatized <clears throat> stuff. Yeah. I did think it was a little weird that they had that in that control room in mm-hmm. the one house they're like, yeah, and this machine over here, we nicknamed, it's called the Satan, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, oh, kind of like the Lucifer giant scope that the Vatican put down in, you know, Mar- Mount Carmel or wherever it is down in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Why do you guys always name all these instruments after the Satan? Yeah. And Weird. then they're like head of security there. His nickname's Dragon. Yeah, Dragon. I was like, <laughs> like and then when he introduces him and he's like acting like he's all badass, I'm like, I'm dude. Dragon. Yeah, and then he, he they show up that they fly this new scientist in on the first episode, and he lands and dragon and this other mouth breather are standing out there with their security outfits on, and they got like AR-15s, and I'm like looking at his rig, and I'm like, bro, you don't even have red dot optics on there, you're running iron sights, you ain't shooting shit. Gosh, but dude. my name is Dragon. Put me on there. Got my. T2 with my Unity Tactical High Riser. Yep. Looking legit. But what would your code name be? Not Dragon. So could you come up with something cooler than Dragon? Yeah, probably not. Banana, Ice chest. Banana eater? <laughs> banana eater. <laughs> banana swallower. Well, I don't know if you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Probably don't want to do that one. Um, but... They're just some really. <laughs> Everybody's off. Uh, it's all good. Uh, We're good. We're good. But it's a it's a pretty interesting place. Um, there's there's a lot of information out there yeah. about it that a lot of. A lot of the cattle mutilations, the, the people that owned the ranch before had paranormal encounters mm-hmm. with like huge 
wolves and shit that were, you know, like five feet tall. And Well, and didn't they mm-hmm. mention that that's the reason why it's called skinwalker is that <clears throat> that's a term from the natives yep, the, for shapeshifters were skinwalkers? Yeah, I can't, I think it was the, um, I can't remember which Native American tribe. The, the it was like a, yeah, a war between two of them and like the Utes put a curse on that land or something. Uh, which is uh, goes right back to the Bridgewater Triangle in their investigation. It goes back to that area being cursed um, by whatever tribe it was because the um, the Mayflower and all the pilgrims had come mm. over. So, I don't know, dude. Yeah. Weird stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, Skinwalker. I, I, that show is actually kind of interesting to watch, but mm-hmm. like I said, some of it's a little bit, yeah there is an, a pretty good uh name dropping another one another joe rogan episode that actually has bigelow mm-hmm. on there yeah <clears throat> it's he's terrible i don't know why do you guys listen to who him? the fuck is that guy yeah <laughs> but it's pretty interesting to have you actually hear it from his mouth from the horse's mouth probably lying but you know yeah yeah it's like just go make some tea yeah bigelow tea just, just keep the tea coming <laughs> jeez but the, the, Bottom line is cattle mutilations aren't something that was isolated to old, you know, 1600s, 1970s. There's been reports in the um, 80s, 90s, and then also reports in Central Oregon as of like the last uh, 10 years, last five to 10 years. Um, there was a report of one right outside of um, between Burns and John Day, which we were talking about. Mm-hmm. John Day, was that last week or the week before? Last week. Yeah, so this one was... Perfect place to do it. Nobody's around there. Yeah. Um, Which, for people that don't know where John Day is, John Day and Burns are kind of like central east. So probably like, I would say within two hours of the Boise-Idaho border area, within roughly two hours. Um, But... In this particular case, there were several animal animals that were found missing their genitals, tongues, some that were bloodless and, and like described as being deflated. I did see a couple of the pictures and they did, it didn't look normal. You know, mm. they did look like they had been deflated. Like they just, they weren't, um, what's the word when it, when everything kind of like settles down in, um, decomposition. Yeah. It wasn't like in that stage, it just looked like it had been pumped up and then was like flat, but it was ridgy, but not over the bones. It was a very strange picture. Um, and then they described this area where these animals were found as being about an hour, hour and a half from civilization, which when you start getting out there, there's some pretty remote stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. And then once again, no signs of scavengers, no signs of human disturbance, which... I don't know. It's it. It's always odd to me that there's, you know, when you see a dead animal on the side of the road, how long it's been there. Most of the time, you're going to see signs of, you know, something, a coyote or, you know, a wolf or, you know, some sort of scavenging bird, birds, yeah, yeah, vultures, vultures. vultures. You see something shit, out yeah. there, and it starts mm-hmm. tearing it, and then you see like the trail of like, you know, rotten flesh kind of being pulled away but Mm -hmm. all of these cows are all very very they claim that they're surgical cuts which i'm not a surgeon but 
I know how to barbecue <laughs> and uh, I make some pretty decent clean cuts <laughs> when I got a sharp knife on my yep making ribs gotta have clean cut Rage. so I don't know dude seems weird but then in in Idaho specifically back in there was reports in the 70s and 80s of you know, cattle mutilation being found in East Idaho, out in Fremont County, which is very close to the border of Yellowstone. And, you know, but these are just mm-hmm. the ones you've heard of. There's yeah. Probably mm-hmm. a million of them that yeah. nobody's heard of. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and then as of like 2019, 2020, I remember hearing through the grapevine and just people talking. One of my, we used to have a dude that trained at our gym that, uh, lived out in Cuna, not too far from the caves, Cuna Caves, mm-hmm. but out off of like Poen, that, that that area. The only time I've ever been there is with you. Cuna Caves? Yeah. Did we go in there? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Spelunking. Yeah, we did. And then we I didn't remember. have lights. Oh, dude. I remember that. <laughs> in the middle, it's like fucking midnight. Yeah, or this is, it's like a lava tube out in the middle of the <clears> desert. <throat> like if you're driving your car off road and you're not paying attention, you'll literally just like drive into this hole. <laughs> and the only thing they've got going into it is like some rickety ass, Shit like farmer, ass. you know, <laughs> like my grandpa, like wel- welded together some uh, rebar and made some kind of a shitty ladder going down like 40 feet into this <laughs> yeah. thing. So when you're going down, like the first part of it seems like it's yeah, pretty decent. <clears throat> and then you get down about like 20 feet, like halfway and this thing starting to like <laughs> rock back and forth, like, you know, five to 10 inches. And you're like, dude, this thing's going to snap and we're stuck in here. Yeah. <laughs> People die out there and shit. There was a kid that was like doing fire jumps our senior year. Really? That went to Cuna High. Yeah, man. He was doing like, they had a fire out there and he was like backing up to like jump over the fire and and fell in the cave dude and died because huh. we were out there the next year and it was like warm out and we were talking about that and we kept having this cold spot that kept following us around Damn. so like we'd like move and it'd be warm air like five feet away and then all of a sudden we get this cold wave like literally it would drop like 20 degrees wow and then we'd move like five feet hmm. and then it'd be warm again and then it would come right it was so bizarre we got in the car we're like Hit the gas. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so back back in about 2019, there were some reports, like uh, local reports, KBOI or KBOI, KIT, KITI, KIVI. I think Channel Two, KIVI. They did a, a story on it. Some lady went out there with her family. They go in the cave, and they find all these like mutilated ground squirrels. <laughs> Their heads chopped off. They're like bodies laying there with knives stuck in the bodies. <laughs> they, um, they found a bunch of latex gloves laying around out there, um, some candle wax, and then just all these mutilated ground squirrels, which for people that don't know what it's like to hunt ground squirrels, you got to shoot them things from like 75 yards. <laughs> I don't know how you're catching them with your hands. <laughs> Easy. And Easy. they have the bubonic plague, people, so <laughs> not a good idea. Oh, that's why they had the gloves. Oh, yeah. They They're just it. drinking the blood. Yeah. Like a squeeze it. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. Like those packs of uh, applesauce. <laughs> Squeezies. Denise <laughs> loves those things. One uh, other thing um, about Skinwalker Ranch I just remembered. Um, the, the rancher that owned it... Um, at one time 
a bunch of his cows went missing and they didn't know where they went. So they're looking around this place and found a bunch of them crammed into one of the trailers on the property. Oh, I remember that. Story. And yeah. they went in there and they're all just like in a trance. Oh, wow. Like they were just out of it. Huh. And uh, when he finally snapped one of them out, it started freaking out. And then all of them freaked out. So. I remember that story now. Dude, you got to watch out for those things too, man. They kick you. Remember that commercial? The guy getting, farmer getting kicked in the nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my grandpa got kicked by one of his horses. It messed him up. No way. He yeah, he was shooing it. Shooing it. Boom. Um, so a couple theories that I've got on why the cattle mutilation, you guys jump in at any point, but. This is just the ones that I wrote down, so we'll just kind of discuss these. we got maybe five, ten minutes left, not too much time, but who is the behind cutting sex organs off cows and blood-draining cows and cutting off their noses and their udders and all this weird nonsense? Like, who would want that stuff? Peter Steele. Peter Steele. <laughs> Obviously. End. Cue the music. Um... So one of the theories, obviously, the first one would be UFOs. Jake mentioned they're getting rides out there in the military helicopters. Put me on a Chinook, bitch. An EBE going out there. Got it right. Yeah. Extraterrestrial biological entity. Yeah. Boom. So the EBEs are jumping out and then going out and doing surgical removal of sex organs. But why? We don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Research. Well, to make research the, for what? We don't know. Make the hybrids. Duh. In the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we need monkeys. <laughs> yeah. We need all the things. We need a rat. It's for the upcoming uh, transition of the planet. You got to have all these different organs to be able to survive the catastrophic shit that's no matter happened. what happens you do not need a cord out cow butthole i'm just gonna <laughs> say that you what do, if you got huge dumps to take you, you might do need not a, need you one. need a lot of pass through nope because i've seen through. those cow shits and they are nothing but just giant wet but piles this just isn't cow this is we're talking frogs we're talking monkeys we're talking humans like yeah i'm still Still not buying it. Ain't the UFOs. <laughs> Second theory, government research. So, I don't know. Maybe trying out new weapons, new weapon systems, like precise stuff, like yeah. taking out somebody's organs, somebody's sexual organs. Like, hey, we know this dude is uh, like the guy from uh, Idiocracy where he's just – Breeding too many people, and they just got to make sure we that they got to take care of <laughs> yeah, this. We got to stop this guy from having kids. <laughs> so maybe they're try trying to come up with some kind of a, you know, precise way or distance, maybe trying out um, laser heat, you know, type of technology. It's kind of like LASIK. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. Only on your. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically what they do when they fix you. Laser down in there. Then maybe that's where that 
Yeah, maybe that's where the came technology from, came from. So maybe it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing would be, I think, maybe exposure to elements like biological, nuclear, you know, radiological type of... That was one of the theories that I had heard was that they were exposing these animals to some form of radiation and then testing to see how much of the, you know, stuff crossed the blood brain barrier and got in the organs, how quickly, mm-hmm. right? How so, deep it's saturated. Yeah, all and... of those things that you would want to know for, you know, dropping some, you know, biological thing mm-hmm. like a COVID bomb. I don't know. And that would be, you know, kind of an indicator that, you know, that's why there's no predation or uh, scavenging on them. Yeah, because the animals would know. You yep. stank. Yeah. Yep. You stank, you bitch. So that, to me, I, I think that, that that is my number one theory, that it, mm-hmm. it has something to do with some kind of a, you know, uh, weapons test, you know. But mm-hmm. then again, I also kind of like debunk my own theory without Snopes' help by <laughs> why not, why do that on random rancher land, you know? Mm-hmm. Why not just do that? Why not just have your, uh, own. your own facility mm-hmm. where you have cows, you know, at these air, you know, these, these secret bases where you're just going to try it out and then you don't have to worry. But some of it could be maybe go back to that psychological warfare operations where they want to make sure that they keep people, you know, freaked out with, mm-hmm. you know, thinking that the aliens are going to, you know, try to core out your beehole in the middle <laughs> of the night or something, you know. But, mm-hmm. but then you think too <clears throat> of how, Animals have that extra sensory shit to where they can tell kind of when they're in danger and things. Yeah. So if you let them roam, you know, and let them be like, oh, everything's good. And then we can come down and get them in their prime. Yeah. Rather than, oh, we know we're caged up and we're in this like True. weird. Mm-hmm. True. Know, maybe. Yeah. Testing to see how close the technology can get before they the sense. animal senses it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good maybe. thought, man. And cue up the music, man. We're done. <laughs> um, and then. Once again, uh, the reason why that theory to me kind of fits is one, all of these things are around all these these bases in Dugway, very close to Skinwalker. <clears throat> so, and Dugway was the one I couldn't think of that was in, when we're talking about oh, chemtrails, yeah. that was the one that's out in the okay. uh, Skull Valley area outside of Tooele. Okay. And there's supposedly a bunch of, it's a proving ground, so there's supposedly uh, other things that are out there that they were working on that have to do with chemical type of things or whatever they have like some kind of facility out there they do testing and shit Hmm. um theory three this one's the weird one the chimera host theory man Mm. so maybe they're trying to research if cows are capable of hosting and and incubating like a this chimeric uh you know entity that they're creating maybe that's the reason why that dude found the half-human frog monkey monkey Mm -hmm. thing you know maybe that's what they're trying to test out i know that in medical in the medical field you have like they use pig pigs a lot because Mm -hmm. their anatomy and their skin is very close to a human yeah and then they also use um pig heart valves yeah for transplant and um cow heart valves yeah so maybe maybe it has something to do with some kind of a research for um, blending us with you know 
blending humans and animal uh, DNA, right, mm-hmm. to get yeah. the sex organs to work, or I don't know. They, should, they need to watch that South Park episode. Yeah, they're missing Taking it. Taking an elephant DNA yeah. just won't splice. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they need to rewatch some South Park. <laughs> Um, fourth theory would be the cults and the pagan sacrifice worship stuff, which a lot of the initial, um, reports in the seventies, especially in that one that was reported to the, the Bureau was a lot about, um, you know, being potentially cult sacrifice stuff, which, you know, you have the, your, the Baal ball worship and the Molech worship and sacrifice stuff, which, Typically, in the biblical days, was sacrifice of kids mm-hmm. and humans, <clears throat> but now you can't really get away with that stuff. So maybe I know in the pagan, like the Asatru and uh, the kind of Norse heathen heathen stuff, you know, they use you know animal horns and things like that mm. for you know drinking blood or whatever, which. That was some of the stuff that was my buddy was telling me about that they were finding cows, dead cows out here, dead cattle that had, you know, things like their heads were chopped off and the whole head was gone or the head was still there, but the horns were missing. And so, hmm. I don't know, maybe that's uh maybe that's one thing. And like I said, usually in the biblical times, the Baal and the Moloch worship, uh, sacrifice would have been, Moloch would have been human sacrifice, ch- children sacrifice, and then the Hebrews, on the flip side of that coin, were sacrificing the animals, like the burnt offerings. Which kind of weird that uh, the word burnt offerings in Hebrew is Ola, O L A, and that also translate. It's back into English as Holocaust. Hmm. So. And you can get burnt ends at a restaurant. I love burnt ends. <laughs> I don't, but. Well, you're weak <laughs> and lame. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then I guess another theory would be, which to me, uh, so back on the cult and the pagan sacrifice stuff, I could see. Maybe you would need, you know, animals for a sacrifice like that. Like I know that some of them, we talked about the ONA sacrificial stuff. They would use goats or whatever and then do their little ritual and drink the blood and whatever not. Um, But it seems kind of weird that this would be so widespread and random. Like why would you go to the middle of nowhere, John Day or outside of John Day, Oregon to get stuff for a cattle sacrifice when you could probably just do that at, you know, I don't know, any, you could just buy a cow and then have your butcher butcher it and say, I want say, all the blood. Or yeah. go to the store and buy the chunks of meat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, this will be good enough. Well, and the reason why on the, the ritual sacrifice stuff, they wanted the blood was to drink it. And that's part of that whole theory with the Kabbalist Satanists that are, you know, sacrificing the little kids and the, um, what's that shit called? Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome and all that mm. stuff, which was in the Bible was definitely a no-no. God said you can't have anything with the blood in it because that's the that's the living life force. You're not supposed to drink that. But then on the Satanist side of that, that's what they want. Mm. So, yummy, yummy, yummy. I don't know. Um, and then 
I don't know. Is it poachers or random nat- natural deaths? I seems to me seem like they potentially could be natural deaths, but at the same time, seeing the cuts and things like that, I don't. And then the fact that they're not scavenged by these other, you know, what'd you call them? and shit. The, you, you said a word. It was a big word. We forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> Something about predators or I don't know. Uh, predation. Predation. There we go. Is that what that means? Like what, a predator. Yeah. See? Eating something. That was a big word. Hmm. He did an eyebrow lift when he said it. Predation. I yeah. got smart. <laughs> and he trimmed his eyebrows too. Are they yeah. trimmed? I don't know. They're looking, they're looking good. Pretty good. Pulled them out. <laughs> and then the last theory would be maybe PETA did it. Hmm. I know those guys have a lot of uh, animals euthanized. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, or I even looked down in the theory that maybe the USDA did something or FDA, maybe there were some changes and we needed, they needed some kind of like federal jurisdiction or some kind of a change. And so they needed an in, mm-hmm. you know? And so I thought maybe, so I went back and read some timeline on uh, USDA and I didn't really see anything around the seventies that was a major change or anything like that policy wise that would lead me to believe that they were kind of behind some of this stuff. And it also would make sense that it would continue and then be widespread around the globe, mm-hmm. you know, like Scotland, like, yeah. Uh, what if maybe got? it's, um, some of it is they're trying to track and make sure that that the bovine spongy form encephalopathy isn't you know, the mad cow disease isn't yeah. spreading. and I was going to say, maybe they're trying to figure out a way to keep it, to get it in there so it's more widespread to get mm-hmm. into the food. Or that, yeah. Know. Yeah. Fuck so, with I don't know, dude. To me, the number <clears throat> my, my number one theory is the research, government research. I think it's, mm-hmm. but. I think that's the most credible of all of them. But then again, I debunk myself again because why would that shit be happening in other countries unless their their governments are doing the same thing or trying out these new weapons or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess uh, report back everybody and let us know what you think. Infect yeah. the food supply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Well, it looks like we're about out of time here. You guys got any final words for this mutilation podcast? Hmm. Or is it a dissection podcast? I was going to say, my final words are beef. It's what's for dinner. My final words is you didn't wear a cursed shirt tonight. Yeah. Nope. Not in the band. Not in the club. Neither are we. Yeah, you're both wearing cursed shirts. You guys have memo. Mm -hmm. Let's be cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um... Like I said, thanks for listening in. Another episode in thanks the Thanks for the feedback. Thanks for the feedback. Keep um, it coming. Keep it coming. We'll try to read them things out there and give shout-outs to all of our people that are listening. Other than that, uh, be cool. Don't forget to vote on Tuesday. We out. Later. Later.